0: Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. My name is Mitch Newman. You are listening to Monday's a Mitch podcast. You may be listening on a Monday, and it's also available to listen, and you may be listening on a Tuesday or a Saturday. You may be listening in the car. You may be listening at home. You may have headphones on somewhere, just trying to absorb stuff. The beauty is you can listen anytime. That's the beauty. But Monday's a Mitch is what I call it. So... Bear with us on that, <laughs> if you will. Uh, what do we talk about? Well, we talk about conscious leadership. We talk about what it means to lead from a higher level of consciousness, a, a deeper level of awareness, a deeper consideration for others, and the understanding that what we are doing from this conscious leadership standpoint is bigger than any one of us. And it encompasses the we, and it's the absence of the ego and the absence of the me about mine. How do I get mine? It's about how do we get something bigger and better? How do we create something more? And sometimes that works for people, and then sometimes they get stuck, even in the role as a conscious leader. They get stuck. It happens. So from my perspective, everything is a story. And if for whatever reason you're not happy with where you're at as a leader, or people are not happy with where you are as a leader, (laughs) what that means is, and it's real simple, is that somewhere your stories, my stories that I've accumulated, that we've all accumulated to date, are no longer working. They're no longer working. The story about ourselves as a leader, the story about ourselves as a man, as a woman, as a father, as a mother, as whatever, they're all stories. And if we're not happy with where we are and we're feeling less accomplished or that we're not moving forward in some capacity and people are expressing their lack of pleasure at uh, the way that we are leading, perhaps, or. Um, just upset in general, and we're not really responding to them in the way that we thought would be highly conscious, we are coming to a point in the road, right? A point in the road that says well maybe, just maybe, the stories that I've created to date that seem to have worked to date or gave some appearance or illusion that they were working you know, perception doesn't always take into consideration the truth, they're no longer working. What do you want to do about it? What do you think you need to do about it? Do you want to do anything about it? Most people aren't willing to change the narrative of the story because it's worked for so long or they think it's worked for so long. Yet they're willing to create an additional story about the story that the story needs to change. I know, and they get caught up in the story. Their stories have stories. And why do people get caught up in stories? And why do people refuse Or seem to be unwilling to change the story. Why? It's real simple. Because the past, the past is more seductive. It's more seductive. We have a frame of reference for it. We don't have to imagine uh, what it could look like. We don't have to step into the unknown, which can be a scary place. We can just go to Old Faithful. All the stories that we've run in the past. Even when they're not working, they're still seductive. Even when they're not working, they're still familiar. There's an odd sense of comfort in the discomfort. Because at least you know what it is. It's a known. And sometimes the known feels a lot safer to people than the unknown. So, what do you do? What do you do with it? Well, listen, I've spent... 20 years and I've been called this many times and I've really referenced it myself about myself is I'm a story buster. I learned early on how to bust myself on my own stories. And once I was able to do it and then to create a a better story, story that made more sense, that seemed more in alignment, that seemed more conscious. I also knew that a story is a living, breathing thing. And that even in the creation of that new story, there may be times coming forward that I will have to adapt that story into something else. As I will grow in consciousness, that story may mean something else. We've all been there. We've all been there where we had an understanding of what something that happened to us in our lives has meant to us and the meaning behind it, the deeper meaning. And then some years go by, we do a little more work on ourselves, and suddenly we see a deeper truth. There's a deeper cut, a deeper opportunity. I'm like, wow, I never saw that. So we leave ourselves open to the fact that stories need to breathe. And when we, when we understand that, we can be and become more willing to change the narrative. Sometimes I would hear myself start to tell somebody something and I'll go, Well, oh, you know what? Stop. <laughs> like looking at me like, who are you talking to? I didn't say anything. You were talking, Mitch. I go, stop. That's a story. And they look at me quizzically. I said, no, no, no. I, I was running an old story and I just caught myself and I did it out loud. I hope I didn't make you feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Maybe I inspired you to do the same for yourself if you catch yourself, but I needed to say it out loud. So I would stop myself. So I'd stop telling that story. Stop. That's a story. Now, listen, stories are powerful. Stories about overcoming to become. I love those stories. You can watch them all day long. All day long on the internet. They're cool. I love them. They're fun to watch. I remember we were telling, I was hearing a story. This guy was on stage telling a story about his life and the stuff that he'd been through, and it was powerful, right? And then he talked about his trials and tribulations as an athlete and the things that he put himself through and all of the things that he, he did. And he put up on the screen, it's kind of wild. He put up on the screen a picture of of what his foot looked like from putting himself through what he put himself through physically. And it was a picture of his foot. Like literally you could see the bone. It was like the skin was down to the bone. It was bloody. It was bony. (laughs) It was like. And I'm like looking at that and going, oh, my God. Okay, you can take that off the screen now. And they left it up there. To make a point, I guess. To overcome, to become. I got it. I'm with you. But here's the thing. The vast majority of people will love to watch that stuff to see what's possible. To maybe have them think in their lives where they could dig a little deeper. But let me tell you something. I remember walking in to a table with my foot and and breaking a toe. And, man, I'll tell you, if you were in 500 yards of me, you would have thought I was five years old. You would have thought the world was coming to an end. So I'm not doing anything. Most people aren't doing anything to the point where their foot is going to be down to blood and bones and ligaments. I don't even know. And I don't need to put that up on a screen for myself to show people. I don't need to watch that for 15 minutes either. Most people won't do that. Maybe it inspires them to do a little bit more than what they're doing because they realize they're not quite doing enough. But the vast majority of people don't shift and don't change based on somebody's story to overcome, to become. It sounds great, but when push comes to shove, they get back into their home environment and they get back into the same pools and same places that they can hide in their day. They do very little. They have the capacity to do very little. And that's not a place where you can lead, not yourself and not other people. So you have to be willing to do something or a series of some things to create a story that propels you forward. A story that actually propels you forward to take some level of consistent action. And deciding what that new story needs to be because the old story and the awareness of the old story isn't working because why? It's reflected back to you by the people you've been leading it's reflected back to you by the face you see in the mirror when you realize that you're not quite leading yourself to that highest level and remember it always comes down to how we first lead ourselves so we have to go back and say okay this story, this narrative that I've created isn't working do I need to tweak it? do I need to, do I need to just make a little shift in my story? Do I need to, to create a brand new story? I don't know. But you got to be willing to look at it. Because the people that you're leading, who are willing to be led, who are involved with you, perhaps in, in a business venture, they arrived, most of them arrived at this business venture, at this place of employment, At this place of entrepreneurship, why? Whether they realized it or not? Because the stories they were running were no longer working. And they were looking for something more. They were looking for something better. They didn't necessarily identify it as such. But they're allowing themselves to be led. And many of them also want to lead. Whether they think they can or they think they can't, There's the answer. And as a conscious leader, the role, part of the role is to inspire other people to to demystify the process of what it means to lead at a higher level, to take ownership of our stories to the point where we say, hey, I've been running this story that leadership looks like this. The feedback I'm getting from you is not really lining up with that. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rethink, reimagine the way I need to be leading in the story that I need to be telling myself moving forward, and I'm open to feedback. What would be a better way for me to lead you? See, a lot of times people say they talk about what it means to lead other people, and they will say things like listen, well, first and foremost, you gotta you gotta treat other people like you wanna be treated. And people go, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we got to treat other people like we want to be treated. And I go, "Mm, I'm not so sure about that. See, the highly conscious flip to that is treat other people as they need to be treated. And that may require you to ask them how they need to be treated. Ooh, there's a flip. I know how I want to be treated, but I don't know that that. Everybody that wants to be treated the way I treat myself, maybe there's certain elements to it for sure, but it doesn't necessarily work for everybody. So the way we develop the new story is also by getting feedback. We just don't decide. This story isn't working. I'm going to rewrite it to this and throw that out there and see what happens. No, if you're actually in a position where you're leading people and it's not working, ask them how they want to be led. Formulate your story from that point, from the place of, no, I'm going to stop. Acting as if I have all the answers based upon how I want to be treated and instead I'm going to actually ask people how they want to be treated. And it may look different for different people. And they may be waiting for an agreement from me that I'm going to treat them that way and I've got to be clear and cool and calm and decisive that yes, that's going to work. And then you get to a point you go, okay, with the feedback, with what I – with – The new way that I want to show up as a leader. What is that actual story that I'm ready to tell? And then you want to write it down. Write down the story. Write it down. Read it back. Rewrite it. Punch it up. Change a word. Change a phrase. Get rid of a sentence. Work with it. But write it down. And then do something that will totally flip you out. Write down that revised story with your non-dominant hand. We got a little left brain, right brain stuff going here. How committed are you to this new story that you're willing to take the hand you normally don't write with? And it may take you a significantly longer period of time, but I'm going to write it with my non-dominant hand because that's how much I believe in this story. I want to embed it all over my brain. And then after you have that story and you've written it down, record it. Speak into a microphone, record the story. Listen back to it. How does it sound? What was your energy like? Did your energy match the experience of leadership that you're looking to portray? Were you excited about it? Were you nonplussed about it? If you were, record it again. Now you get it to a place where you feel comfortable. You've recorded it. Now videotape yourself telling your story. You may do it just for yourself. You may decide to go live on one of the social media platforms and tell the story. Really own it now. And then don't hesitate, don't hesitate to take that story and share it with somebody. Call somebody up on the phone, get together with somebody, socially distant. (laughs) Look them in the eyes and tell them your story. Tell them your new leadership story. Now that you have that story together, now that you understand that from day to day stuff's going to happen, that there's going to be many distractions in your day, there's going to be plenty of places for you to hide, plenty of old stories that want to come jumping back into your life that you're done with. Develop a strong inside game. What does that mean? Personal development. Meditation. Reading your story to yourself, looking in the mirror. Affirmations. Prayer gratitude write down your write down your story or part of your story with your non-dominant hand 3 or 4 times see the day will attempt to distract you from this new story because the past is seductive so your inside game is everything Now, your inside game is on point, you're ready for your day. What is the action that you're willing to take each and every day to reflect this new story? That represents how you are showing up, that your actions, your words, what you've written down, and your behavior, which I always say equals your integrity, how does that show up each and every day? And I will tell you, I do a process every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6.55 a.m. It's a Zoom, Pacific Time, 9.55 Eastern Time, in the morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, called Manifest Mastery. If you want to find out more about it, you just just shoot me a text message at 310-634-0871, and you'll get all the information you need and get some reminders for it. But it's a process that I take people through. Those three days a week can encourage them to do other days of the week as well, where they actually close their eyelids and see the story that they're creating for their lives. Like they literally see it like they're the actor, the writer, the director. All their senses are activated. All their energy is, is matching the experience that they're going through, where they're actually in the story of the future happening right now. So that their body and their mind and their emotions are all working together. And when they get up at the end of this, they get up a different person. They get up with that story embedded inside of them. And then they go out and take action. They solidify and strengthen and secure that inside game. And then they go take action in the world. And they pay attention. Is this now working? Are the people that I'm leading more receptive and more responsive? Am I feeling better about the way I'm leading myself? What is the feedback that I'm getting from everybody? Ask for it. See, if everything is a story and you wake up one morning and you find out that the story isn't working, it's just simply time for a new story. It's a better story. It's the next levels of evolution for you. It's a call to step into deeper levels of your own conscious behavior. That you're ready for something more. And the key, once you get it, once you get it, is to give it away to others. Inspire them to do the same. That's what I got for you today. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.